A jack-of-all-trades police officer gets seduced into a game of cat and mouse played in the exciting world of catastrophic explosions. But this game is no easy ride as Jack has to make sure the city bus in danger doesn't go less than 50 miles an hour. Fortunately, this bus is full of an eclectic collection of racially and generationally diverse passengers, including the chick from the blind side. A wild ride takes us through the streets, freeways, and airport runways of Los Angeles and includes an impressive aerial jump, an old lady getting exploded, and an incredible team effort by Ortiz. Guys, let's talk about speed. Look what I have created! I have made fire! I have made fire! I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. Keep the talent happy. She just killed a helicopter with a car. I'm out of bullets. All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yourself, fool! Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? It's important that we we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing. I could just glue it. Sandbagging son of a bitch. Y'all ready to bust fast? Lick a license. A lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Do you know who I am? You that silly ass reporter from the Channel 5 News. I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go. I'm bored, let's go. Welcome back to Five Guys Flicking Around. We are celebrating the 25th anniversary of the movie Speed. That's right. It is 25 years old this June 10th, which is a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So we kind of missed it, but we kind of didn't. <laughs> and here we are celebrating it. So uh, let's do some first impressions. Carl? Um, first impression on the rewatch was that this movie is just uh, it's a thrill ride. From moment one to the last one, uh, it's it's been in my top three favorite action movies of all time. Uh, ever since wow. I was a little kid, we had yeah. it on DVD. Mm-hmm. We also had Point Break. We had Die Hard, and uh, those have been my three favorite action movies. And rewatching it just affirmed uh, that it's definitely solidified in that place. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a nonstop thrill ride, that's for sure. And the other thing I I realized watching it this time is I don't remember. I can't remember a time before Speed. Right, like that whole like. You're on a bus. It can't go. Uh, over, it can't go less than fifty miles an hour. What do you do? That was always part of my my movie knowledge. That like, oh, there's this movie where it's got this speed limit on it, and that's just it's just existed forever in my mind. I couldn't agree more. I don't remember a time before having seen it, and I think growing up, I probably pieced together just watching different scenes at a time, and then. Um, it wasn't until I was older till I saw the whole thing straight through, but uh, classic. Um, super rewarding watch every time, and it was good this week, too. Yeah, I. Um, this was my first time seeing Speed, so spoiler alert. What? Yeah, I know. I didn't know that. I vividly remember when, you know, when it came out and stuff. Seriously? I just never saw it. Wow. Um, and so I had like low expectations. I'll be honest. Like I didn't. I thought it was really? like gonna be. Really? I thought Are it was gonna be like serious. I can't tell if. Yeah, no. Joking. I thought it was gonna be like a goofy. Like oh, this is you know a silly movie. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was amazing. Are you being serious right now? I'm being hundred percent serious. I just want to stop the podcast. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> that's crazy. yeah. This is my first time. Wow. Yeah. And I loved it. 
It yeah, was, it was. I was surprised at how like fast paced it moved, but how much it kept you like engaged. Yeah, and it kept the plot moving forward at the appropriate time. And just it was like just the amazing. bus, it was a great had movie. to keep moving like, forward. I, yeah, pleasantly like. Absolutely delighted. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is this movie got, has a ninety four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is uh, leagues above the other ones that we've done so far on the pod. So, um, yeah, I sh- think it's widely accepted as a good movie. It's a good movie. It's great. Shout out Tom Charity, Hal Henson, Dragon Antelope, and Dessen. That's Thompson. a made up name. All of those. Uh, were. Those are the <laughs> only four critics on Rotten Tomatoes that did not give this a positive Bastards. review. Bastards. And uh, I, I don't want to hear their opinion on any other movie right. forever. Un- yeah, uh, you don't need to hear it. <laughs> you blew uh, it on this one. W- one thing I was watching it this time. So there's a difference when you watch Speed as a kid. It's just like, oh, what a fun movie. Watching it now, I'm like, how is this not nominated for Best Picture? This is so like they just executed everything in this movie so well. Like the action is very well choreographed. Like I don't, I have no idea how they executed some of those stunts. And there's like an actual narrative thread throughout the whole thing. There's like, uh, you know, moments of of drama where the main character feels excited and elated and down and terrified. And I just, I had no idea how Every this wasn't nominated. Every time you think the movie's about to like level out a little bit, it just like no, keeps right, amping right. It's nonstop. Yeah. No. And to be fair, uh, speed. Or as we might want to reference to it, the rest of the podcast, two-time Academy Award winning Speed. That's true. For yes, best, yes, uh, yes. Sound yes. effects. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was sound editing, sound editing, and sound mixing. It got. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it did get some recognition, but I agree it should have been nominated for at least best picture, maybe yeah. best supporting actor. It was up against offer. it was up against Forrest Gump, Shawshank Redemption, Pulp Fiction, Scrubs, Scrubs, all of them. <laughs> quiz show. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think Speed's the best now that I've watched all of them. I can finally give a full, well-rounded opinion, and Speed is the best of those. But for real, Hot take. for real, it's my second favorite after Pulp. A lot of you might I, that's like acceptable. No, that's acceptable. Or Forrest Gump more, mm-hmm. but Speed is my clear number two bef- behind. Uh, it's hard to compare them. I Shawshank is such a perfect film. Speed is not it, perfect. Oh, okay, but name Speed does what it sets out to do really well, which is keeps your adrenaline up the entire two-hour running time. As an action movie, it's, like, unparalleled in just being extremely entertaining. Exactly. And not, like, jokey. Not, like, a funny, mm-hmm. like, this is a joke. Like, the no. stakes are real the entire time. It has moments of comedy, but they're kind of, like, counterbalanced against the seriousness of the plot. Yeah. Right, it makes right. It, very, it makes it funny in, like, yeah. a... Yeah, alleviating pressure kind of way. Doing some research on this one, um, the original writer submitted the script, and then Joss Whedon came in to do some rewrites on it. Joss Whedon of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, he is uncredited and Avengers, yeah, yeah, and Avengers fame, but he did apparently most of the dialogue. Right. So all those quippy one-liners, great dialogue, Whedon. really good stuff. Okay, so opening credits, it's filmed inside it, just descending in an elevator shaft, which I think is brilliant because. Not only does the first scene take place in an elevator shaft, but like you don't recognize it right away. So you're kind of like, where am I? What's going on? I right. thought this movie was about a bus. Um, and also, like if you asked me before, like what's the what's the theme song of Speed? I would have no idea. But like as soon as you hear it in the opening credits, that like.
She's it, like, yes, it's that's very, the speed song. It's very rare that um, opening credits and the use of typography can be done so well. The uh, director of this film was a cinematographer on Die Hard, and he, I guess, came up with all of that stuff. Like, the idea to shoot inside of an elevator shaft came to him on the set of Die Hard, and I think he got his chance at directing because they wanted to find somebody who was new to directing, but um, obviously he was already acclaimed as a great cinematographer. That comes through. It's, it's really beautiful opening credits. And one of my favorite things about the entire first scene um, when the first crisis is introduced is how much of the elevator shaft you get to see. It makes for really good storytelling because it's just something that we are all familiar with, yet we never see the behind the scenes of an elevator shaft, the intensity of one of those things going up and down, you know, it's yeah. been used in movies before. It's a mission impossible. That's what I immediately thought of. Is yeah. Emilio getting his eye. Right. Yeah. 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 It's been used so before. So mission impossible, rip this off. But they, <laughs> but they were all in on the elevator shaft sequence and, um, I think it, it was it's really great. Good. Well, and then, like, moments later, maybe, like, a minute into, like, the movie after the credits, a guy gets stabbed in the ear. Oh, and it yeah. is, like, yeah. one of the most explosive, like, yeah. openings to a movie. I just, like, loved it. It's, it's, it's so, like, strange to see someone get stabbed in the ear. Yeah. And Dennis Hopper does it immediately when the credits are Non-traditional finished. stabbings are always, like, <laughs> yeah. a shock. Yeah. That's yeah, our yeah. first introduction to the villain, and it's just like, oh. Yeah, like, it's a screwdriver too. So it's yeah. like no, and he's holding the paper, and you think he's gonna like pull out a gun and shoot him, right, and instead right. he just stabs him in the ear with a screwdriver. After he stabs him in the face, he says Great. nothing personal. Yeah, of course not. Of course not. It's all business. Um, so it's later revealed that Dennis Hopper took his character took two years to plan this. That's crazy. He's kind of he's painted as this crazy guy, and he's obviously lost something. But like he planned this thing for two years. So the reality is he's just like really pissed off that his plan didn't work. <laughs> he spent two years to plan the elevator shaft sequence, and then he comes up with like the whole bus situation like within, within a, a day. couple of days. No, 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 no. Another two years have gone by. No, they haven't. I swear to God. Stop. Does it I say two years God, later? When no. He, I swear, like in the movie, he mentions that like it's been two years in between. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, no, That's he's just he calls revenge. Jeff Daniels and he's like, he's back. The bombers. Yeah, back. but like a it's, week later. No, it's because it's been two years. No, no, no. It's it hasn't been because they're all nursing hangovers from when they went out celebrating. Right, right. right. Really, the next yeah. day. It was it's like the day after yeah. the party he that they had for getting really the medals. Fast. It's at least after the commendation. So you know, however long that took, like yeah. a week. Jeff Daniels is limping, which means. His injury is either wasn't that serious or he's like, or oh, it's man. lingering and it's like, oh, yeah, it's, he's, he's got an infection. So Jeff Daniels and Keanu Reeves have a really cool relationship because you don't feel like one of them is like the smart guy. And one of them right. is like, like one of them is the brains and one of them is the brawn. Mm -hmm. Like they're both really smart. Right. You know, because Keanu's like thinking of all this stuff that like never occurred to Jeff Daniels. Like and after the yeah. elevator scene, he's just like, oh, well, like why did he detonate it early? Right. We got to think about this. But I just feel like Jeff Daniels is a little bit more experienced. He's than definitely Keanu. older than him, but it's yeah. not like some weird like old guy on the way out mentoring like a no. new. No, Keanu's like, the one calling like, the shots. Right, yeah. he's the one that's like, "Let's go get the crane. Right. Let's take control of the situation." Yeah, like where you would imagine Jeff Daniels would be the one to do that. Yeah, it's a very believable partnership. It's yeah. not like one of them's a complete wild card. And the right, other one's right. Like the played by the by the book kind of guy. Like it just they seem very believable. They partners work. and very like even keeled, but also like willing to go there if they need to yeah yeah they're willing to go into an elevator shaft together on top of a rigged 
elevator that's bombed and like be the only two guys in the whole SWAT team really solving the situation. Part of the job. This is the first time that you get the uh, what do you do quotes uh, that's, yeah. that's replayed throughout the whole film. And the, the, yeah, the first the time you hear quote. it, it's from uh, Harry to Jack. And he describes the situation with the gunman with a hostage at an airport. And he asks Jack, what do you do? And uh, Jack's response is, well, you shoot the hostage. Yeah, without, without thinking about it, <laughs> just, just right away. Just thinking out of the equations. <laughs> well, he's like a young guy who's like excited to be on the, you know, the team, whether they're LAPD, bomb squad, Swan, we don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But like, he's the one who says to Jeff Daniels, like, Harry will do it. And like yeah. basically nominates him to do it. And Harry's like, well, okay, fuck. Like, you know, like, I guess I'm going to go into this maybe life-threatening situation <laughs> yeah. because you signed me up for it. You know, so I think that just goes with, like, Keanu's, like, eagerness, but also, like, confidence. Like, you feel like he knows what he's doing, even though he's, like, green and, like, just getting them into situations that they probably shouldn't be. I love that he's chewing gum throughout the whole first scene. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was going to have a bigger... I thought that was going to play a bigger role. <laughs> like, he uses the gum yeah, to patch kind of up the bus. Like no, apparently... Hopper's eyes and apparently, it was a Keanu, like, improv that they decided to keep. Nice. And the explanation is so weird, but I'll read it. Although it was not a part of the original screenplay, Keanu Reeves and Jack or Jan DeBont, the director, both agreed that miming gum-chewing was an ingenious way to foreshadow Jack Traven's gut feelings. Thus exposing his thought processes to the audience. So I read that and then I rewatched it today with you guys, and like it's very clear he's not chewing gum. Yeah, I was gonna he's say like, miming. Well, yeah, it would like, ruin the audio, right? Like it's not something that you would want your actor to be. No, doing. totally. And Keanu with like you can barely kind of tell what he's saying anyway. Sometimes, like <laughs> yeah. if he was chewing gum, it no would be indecipherable. <laughs> but uh, it does add to it where it's like you're watching his brain work a little bit through the gum chewing. Like when it slows down, he's like pausing, and when he's like, you know, I, I don't know. I thought it was actually pretty cool. So Jack gets an idea somehow like i don't know how any and, and they go to the roof and they find this crane that they're going to attach to the elevator that's going to fall um and as uh harry is uh suspending jack down he jack asks him remind me harry why i do this and harry says uh, 30 more years of this and you get a tiny pension and a cheap gold watch which at the time seems like a nice casual joke and during an intense moment, but is used later in the script. Yes. Another credit yeah. to Josh Whedon. Every little thing that's like set up in the dialogue is paid off later. Yeah, right? a good, good writing. So they're yeah. just talking about like, oh, what would you do in this situation? Take the hostage out of the equation. That's exactly what they do later. That's what he does later with Jeff Daniels when Jeff Daniels gets taken, you know, uh, prison or prisoner, taken hostage by Dennis Hopper, tries to take him out of the equation, tries to find a way to take the, the people in the bus out of the equation. Like so much of the stuff that's set up in the dialogue is paid off. Do you think the lady in the elevator that's reluctant to get out, oh. which is like, I, get, I was going to say there's not many unlikable characters in this movie. They're no, all, all, all the people are in the elevator. Except the lady in the elevator yeah. who won't get out. Not and does she kind of foreshadow Helen blowing up later in the movie? Sure. That's I mean, definitely... Uh, I saw a parallel there, but uh, like, yeah. I don't understand I what the message was. I certainly wanted her to get cut in half after her apprehension. <laughs> yeah. Just like yeah. slam. No, but... Jack and Harry are successful. They're able to save everybody as uh, Dennis Hopper's character is blowing up the elevator. Um, they find out that Dennis Hopper's probably in a freight elevator nearby, and they get to him. There's some shotguns going yeah. off. They end up in the elevator with him. And <laughs> a part that stuck out to me is at one point, Dennis Hopper's, um, he's got 
uh, Harry down at his feet and he asks him to get up and he pulls him by his nostrils. Yes. And it's just like, what is the... It's so visceral. <laughs> Dude, it's just Dennis Hopper is like one of the best bad guys of all he time. Is. And like from the get-go, you're like, this guy means business. And I, I love his So this, He's so great. This role was turned down by Jack Nicholson and Robert De Niro. Do you think either of those I think play it better? Have played very well, but Hopper plays it really well. I think yeah. I would have played like it well, but I think Dennis Hopper has this like giddiness that like just mm-hmm. comes across so genuine. Yeah, like he seems so happy to be blown people up. He's like a little bit more of an everyman than like Jack Nicholson or, or Robert De Niro, which is what they were be. going for. Yeah. An everyman that snaps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Rather than a career criminal. Yeah, yeah. And, and and when you have someone of that stature, Jack Nicholson, for example. And you see them in, in a bad guy role, you're instantly like looking at them and they're like kind of on a pedestal of like, oh, that's Jack Nicholson doing this thing. But Dennis Hopper, like he was like excommunicated from Hollywood for like 30 years and then like came back as like the speed so this guy. This was post Blue Velvet, right? Yes. Or, yeah, it was yeah. barely. But like after Easy Rider, like he literally got like right. blackballed for right. like 20 years. So there wasn't this like preconceived notion of like Dennis Hopper. It was just like, mm-hmm. you know. It's like, oh, it's nice sure. to see Dennis yeah, Hopper getting he's work. Back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, this is post Hoosiers also, right? Probably. Hoosiers <laughs> was like the late 80s. So. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, he had like he's had this like nice comeback in the yeah. late '80s through like the '90s. Yeah, like yeah. Jack Nicholson playing like the Joker in Batman. It's like a spectacle, and like you don't want a spectacle. You want like right. something kind of believable. Right. Like he's got to fit in the world. Yeah. yeah exactly. This ultimately leads to Dennis Hopper's most iconic role, Knock Around Guys, which we will get to. I know you guys have been emailing and asking, and we will get to Knock Around Guys. Please stop asking. We will get there. Let's talk about Dennis Hopper just for a minute, just because I love, I just love his character in this, because he's missing, he's got like a a crab claw, like he's missing a thumb. I thought of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like they're like three fingers at the end, like where it's like. uh, But it's like they don't really mention it that much, like it's not a huge thing, it's just one of those like interesting character traits that they give him. And like it's always nice no, to have it's a villain, of the bl- right? Right, but it's yeah. but that's what I'm saying. It's not like hammered into your head early on, where it's like he was in this explosion and he lost his thumb, and it was two years later, which is why it's like healed. And <laughs> up, guys, no, but that's just it's just so great. Like I love a movie where it's any any villain that has like some sort of weird physical thing going on, you know, like a Bond villain. Or like the one-armed man from the future. Yeah, something, or something with an eye or like yeah. an eye patch. Or right. I really like his lair in this movie. So later, as we get into the bigger high city pulls, um, you you revealed his uh, his headquarters of sorts. One thing that's interesting about his character, he has no henchmen. He has None. nobody else on his side. He is working solo, and he's got all these screens up where he's like following the news of the situation. He's also watching football. Um, and he's enjoying a peanut butter and jelly sandwich okay. along with a Coca-Cola. The football part, it's 8 o'clock in the morning on a weekday. What football game is going on? ESPN Classic, dude. But he reacts in a, like, a, yeah! It's probably, <laughs> I haven't seen a lot of the games on Classic. <laughs> but it's a game that already took place. Yeah, and he's drinking a Coca-Cola. Like, I think that's... He drinks a few Coca-Colas. <laughs> yeah. The bottled kind. Yeah. Coca-Cola Classic. Yeah, um, I like how he adopts. So in the beginning scene when uh, you get the first pop quiz from Harry to Jack, um, 
Dennis Hopper's character is listening in and he adopts the line when he's got uh, Harry cornered and he's talking to Jack and he says, yeah. pop quiz, hot shot. I'm holding a hostage with enough dynamite to, to blow this place. What do you do? Yeah. He's perceptive. Yeah. yeah. It, and he it talks get, to you in your language. And they, and they repeat that, the use of that dialogue throughout the film. Mm-hmm. Jack and Harry save the day from the elevator scene um, at the expense of Jack shooting Harry in the leg. Um, and they're out drunk celebrating. We're introduced to the captain a little bit more. He's a good character in this film. I'm sure we'll talk about him. One of the uh, drunk Jeff Daniels quotes that I really enjoyed was, guts will get you so far, and then they'll get you killed. Luck runs out sooner or later. Yeah, and then doesn't he follow that up with, uh, I'm going to get me some sex? Oh, I'm going to go home and have some sex. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, and Jack's like, you're going to go home and throw up. Five Guys Flicking Around, brought to you by... Popcorn in a pickle. Same old snack choices got you down. Feeling the need to introduce heretofore unheard of flavor combinations to your taste buds? Buckle up, friends. We're about to put you in a pickle. A dill pickle flavored popcorn, that is. It's bold, it's fresh, it's pickly. With every handful, you can treat yourself to the puckery taste of dill pickles and the salty crunch of popcorn at the same time. And you don't have to dress up in a pickle suit. That's popcorn in a pickle. May contain traces of peanuts, tree nuts, milk, and soy. So Harry and Jack both get medals in a police Mm -hmm. ceremony for saving all the people on the elevator. And uh, Dennis Hopper, who you find out is actually alive, is watching. What? Is watching. He's blind? They're the same guy? (laughs) He's alive. Not blind. Not the same guy. (laughs) Two years later? He's alive. But he's but he's watching the police meddling ceremony from his lair. Yeah, he's like, how many of those are televised? Right. So between that and like the eight a.m. football game, like he's just watching some weird stuff on his TV. Yeah. So then, um, the day is saved. Uh, Jack's out again the next morning. He's getting a muffin, which is very notable for some reason. Mm -hmm. And then a bus blows up. the payphone rings. We get to find out the setup for the next heist. And uh, Dennis Hopper says, if you pick up all the bus driver's teeth, you think they'll give you a medal? Um, and he reveals that it took him two years to set up the elevator job. And he explains that there's a bus in L.A. The number of the bus is 2525. Um, he explains where it is. I find you. Pop quiz, hot shot. There's a bomb on a bus. Once the bus goes 50 miles an hour, the bomb is armed. If it drops below 50, it blows up. What do you do? What do you do? The rules that they set up the whole movie on. I love movies with rules. That's what I was going to say. I know. We had to touch on it because you love movies I with rules. I love movies with We're rules. We're doing another one with it. But uh, it was, you can't go under 50, mm-hmm. I need my money by 11, and no one gets off the bus. Yeah. Three rules right. for Brandon. Did anyone else put together bus 2525? You add that together, it's 50, like 50 miles an hour. What? Boom! They're blind? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's what's so great, is the mo- like the whole setup for the movie can be summarized in three seconds. Bus, bus go boom, yeah. go fast, or go boom. <laughs> Seriously, can't. I don't think it's that reductive. The synopsis is, give me money or go boom. Yeah, exactly. That's the synopsis, yeah. yeah. Pay, pay, money boom. me. But I'm saying the bus is like just, it's a part, but it's not the whole thing. There's a lot of other things going it's on. It's a lot it's of it. It's the main thing. Yeah, it's a lot of it. But so we're on the bus, and uh, we run into Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, <laughs> yes. which was a fun find. Yeah, and, uh, that's true. 
Didn't like his character much at the beginning. He's uh, designed to be annoying. The tourist. Yeah, yeah but yeah. he was, I felt like he was annoying in his attempt to be annoying more than he was actually annoying. <laughs> you're just like, that makes sense. You're just like Cam from Ferris Bueller's Stop Trying to Be Annoying. Yeah, it's like, okay, we get it. Like, just yeah. cool. No, it seems like we're all calling him Cam because that's who he is. He's Cam. Yeah. <laughs> and for me, it felt like at the end of Ferris Bueller when he's like, you know what? I'm going to own up to me breaking the car and uh, I'm going to yeah. stand up to my dad. It didn't go well. His dad kicked him out. He, you know, took off to L.A. and ended up on well, this he bus. he took off somewhere. Yeah. And maybe he just finally made it to L.A. <laughs> Either way, it just felt like a continuation later. of Cam. It was just like right. just like a mopey piece of shit. Like, yeah. yeah. First time in L.A. Get out of the movie, man. Yeah, I'm sightseeing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a yokel. Yeah, who sightsees like I that? I said it. I'm it's a yokel. Just, yeah, something you don't pick up on the first viewing, but he's a tourist. Yeah. He's not mm-hmm. a local. Yeah. Yeah, and he looks like he's... Yeah, you might have missed that. <laughs> we also meet Ortiz... Oh, well, AKA Gigantor. Gigantor, yeah. <laughs> like, thanks for the super mean nickname. Like, who comes up with that? Yeah. This guy who plays Ortiz is going for it so hard. You can tell he's in a contract year. I thought it was understated. And he's just like, I'm fighting for this. They gave me 15 lines, and I'm going to use every single one. He's of got the some of the best lines, though. He is what The Rock became. <laughs> yeah, he was. Oh, Ortiz yeah. had really nailed it. Like, yeah. he, been the rock. He, ha- he has some of the best lines. Let me see. Uh, he's got, I'm telling you, when, so when Jack, later on in the movie, leaves the bus, he gets off the bus when they're in LAX, um, and Sandra Bullock asks about him. He says, I'm telling you, honey, he's somewhere jerking off. Uh, that is a good line. That is a good line. <laughs> he also has the line where he's like, where he's talking to Keanu Reeves. And he's like, man, you got some big, hairy cojones. Yeah. Keanu Reeves is not willing to play along with he's that He's like, line. you're not that <laughs> smart. He's, yeah. like, he just bounces right off of it. Not interested. He's a card. He's Ortiz so is a good. card. He definitely made the Who movie. else you got? You got a couple old ladies. Um, yeah, the who's I don't know if anybody has this pulled up, but the actress's name, who's Dwight's babysitter, she always plays like an evil teacher or evil principal. Beth Grant. There you go. She's on there too. She's plays. She plays Helen. Um, you have the guy who's a criminal, and the first thing that happens yeah, when that, Keanu Reeves gets on the bus is he just pulls a gun on him because he thinks that Keanu Reeves is there for him. Right, and Ortiz in that moment they're like, oh, who's gonna shoot who? Just hothead or- Ortiz. But he's also heroic Ortiz. Like, he sees this guy with a gun. I think Keanu Reeves like, had yeah. it under control. I think Jack... He totally had it. I think he yeah. had it under control, and Ortiz decides, like, I'm going to save the day. Yeah. And he, he jumps jumped, the yeah. guy, causes the gun to go off, and shoots the bus driver in the arm. Like, Which this is hilarious. not going to go well. It was absolutely well. hilarious seeing the bus driver. I also, <laughs> I also love just, like, Keanu Reeves de-escalating the situation. Just listening to him talk like that, it's so soothing. Yeah. He's like, we're just a couple cool guys. Yeah. Yeah. We're here. We're cool guys. We're going to have beers together. Yeah. And he hasn't explained yet why he's there. Um, the bus driver gets shot, and Sandra Bullock assumes to become the bus driver. Apparently, uh, Sandra Bullock in real life like did some bus driving training mm-hmm. in preparation for the film. It absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Because like in reality, there's no way that bus of those alpha dogs lets a woman drive the bus. Yeah, it's a very there's, progressive movie. And there's they, no chance in hell they let a woman drive the bus. Yeah, mm-hmm. why didn't Ortiz volunteer? Yeah, you're right. Ortiz yeah. 
the the, the tourist the guy would have been and, like, funny. The long hair. I think it's one of those situations where it's Cameron. like she was closest to the seat, like next man up, you're in, and they thought they were all just gonna explode pretty soon, and mm-hmm. it was just like, no, this is still working, like yeah. you know, like let's not mess it up at this point. We, uh, but it certainly wasn't because they wanted her to. She's a fucking woman. Yeah, I mean that's that's <laughs> right, Joel. That's, that's kooky talk. <laughs> yeah, and we're introduced to the chemistry of Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves while he tries to handle the situation for the duration of the film, and she steps up and uh, helps him out. One one thing we completely glossed over, which is actually my favorite scene in the movie, is um, Keanu Reeves identifying the bus and trying to get on mm-hmm. to trying to get on to tell the people like, Hey, there's a bomb on this bus. So first he tries to get on. He doesn't say that he's a cop or anything. He's like reaching for his badge yeah. the whole time he when the bus is the driving window. away. He smashed, which is really cool. Cause he smashes the window. And I think in every other shot of that window, the glass is still broken. So it's good tune man. Yeah. Yes. Oh, then yes. He gets tune on man. tune man. Exactly. So yeah. then he has to carjack somebody. Right. And then from there he has to pull in front of the bus. The bus starts to slow down. He has to try and convince the bus driver to go faster. Has the tune man write out the note. There's a bomb on the bus. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's a great scene. Yeah. And then he, he blows te- the door off yes. the Jaguar to jump, to be able to, yeah, you got insurance and then just slams on the brakes, blowing the, blowing the car door yeah, off. Yeah, the driver's side door off. And great he jumps on. Great this, stunts in that scene. This movie came out a week before the OJ chase. Right. Which is nuts. Yeah. In hindsight. Because we I, joked about him being in like a white Bronco and he yeah. kind of looks like he is. But like a week <laughs> later that happened, which is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, real life imitating fiction. Yeah. yeah. And it, I read that Keanu Reeves does 90% of his own stunts in the film. I don't know how many of these are like full high speed yeah. jumps, but it's it's convincing, man. Yeah. yeah. I actually uh, really like the scene where the guy pulls the gun and they end up shooting the bus driver. Like, going back to Joss. Down with bus drivers. Kyle the bus driver. No, I thought it was, like, so smart. Like, what happens in that scene is that, like, that is why Keanu has to tell the bus, like, there's a bomb on it. We can't go under 50 is because of that. And then also it gets the bus driver, who's like a competent person, out of the wheel. And right. then that's why Sandra Bullock has to be up there. And that makes all of the next like 30 minutes of them like on the freeway and stuff so much more exciting. Because right. you're like, she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. Yeah. Like, you know? And like, I just like, I actually thought it was like a really good job like screenwriting. Yeah, she's trying it, to. Like, f- accomplished a lot. She's trying to figure out how to drive this bus. relatable. A guy in LA like on a bus, like. Who knows? Maybe he's going to freak out and, like, have a, you know, gun. Keanu's trying to find out where the bomb is and what the bomb is, and they're forced to get off the freeway, smashing through who knows how many signs at 50 miles an hour on the off-ramp. The first time the bus slows down, it's because there's, like, an accident, and then, like, it picks up, and then they have police escorts, and then they're on a, like, closed freeway, and then they're at LAX. Like, there is that part where they're navigating the streets of LA, which is, like, but for the most part, I thought, like, you know, they tried it to make it wasn't realistic. Too That's where we get it the baby too, carriage it's, scene. It's, the whole yeah. movie is absurd, but mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, crazy. Right. Yeah. It keeps you on your feet They while they're going through L.A., the streets of L.A., before they can get another police escort. Um, they slam through a baby carriage. Sandra Bullock is devastated, like she just killed the baby. You're, as a viewer, led to believe that a baby has just died until you realize that the uh, carriage cans. was filled with cans. It was cans. <laughs> it was full of cans. Yeah. That is... Uh, that was happened. Keanu Reeves right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he finds the bomb, or at least notices on the bomb, the wristwatch, which is foreshadowing for the information later that we find out uh, our villain is a retired police officer. Right. And again, like you said, pays off that line where he's like, when you're done being a police officer, you mm-hmm. get a small pension and a cheap gold watch. 
And that's when Harry gets the idea back at the police station to check out a list of ex-cops in which they find so smart. out who there is. So smart. Really good. I love the, the Jeff Daniels, Harry character. Like, he mentions just enough about bombs to give it credibility. Yeah. Like, it could, for all we know, it could be just the, like, bare minimum yeah, copper knowledge fittings. of bombs. But he, the ground, he gives where's the ground to you, like, okay, this guy knows bombs. Yeah. Like, this guy <laughs> talks about the device and, like, yeah. the mechanism to ignite and stuff. And you're like, okay. One thing I'll it, believe you. Yeah, counter trip or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> just like words together right. that sound. Yeah, it's classic yeah. just yeah. filling jargon to like yeah. convince the yeah. viewers. Spark charge. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's enough C4 to blow this whole place to put a hole in the earth. Yeah. Which turns out, yep, there was. I wish we had <laughs> more I wish we had more of Harry and Jack together in the field. Yeah. So the, the most of the movie Jack's on his own, which plays for a compelling piece of the story, but Jack and Harry together in the elevator scene is so good that I wish somehow they had incorporated yeah. Harry on the bus with him. I don't know. Maybe that's too much. They have great chemistry. I agree. So so Jack, Keanu Reeves, gets to talk to Dennis Hopper on the phone. Over the phone, he's like, where's my money? I see that you're trying to get people off the bus. Right. And that's when he negotiates, he negotiates getting the, the bus driver off because he's injured because it would play well with the money people. You know, it would be easier for... Uh, Dennis Hopper to get his money if he shows some charity. The driver gets off. They do a little where the bus drives close to a flatbed, I guess is what you would call that mm-hmm. truck that the police are With having. With the captain on. Yes. And then the captain, Miles Dyson from T2. Um, <laughs> yep. Yep. Takes He gets the bus driver off. And then Dwight's babysitter is just, she snaps. She does. She snaps. She's like, I got to get off this bus. She sees a guy getting freedom and she wants it. She wants it. Yeah. Which, like, a little selfish that she's just like, I'm going to get off. You know, she's not caring about everyone else no. on the bus. Everyone's in that together. Yeah. And well, so she's, she clearly lost it and snapped. It's a, it's a callback to the lady that was in the elevator who what? just lost yes. it. And it was like, you always got to have an old lady yeah, this... making it more difficult for Gigantor and everybody <laughs> else. <laughs> yeah, this movie is filled with hysterical women. She meets her demise pretty quickly. I don't know. So there's, like, one scene where she actually has, like, a speaking part, and she's just, like, being an annoying bus lady to Sandra mm-hmm. Bullock. So when it happens... So you're okay like, with her death? Yeah, okay. If yeah, anybody if had, had, had to die. Go, say she probably just would have nagged more and more if she had stayed <laughs> yeah. alive. I would say if I could I vote for the, the one... Mm-hmm. If I could vote for the one that had to die to save the rest, it would be the tourist. It would be Alan Ruck's character. Yeah. Well, think about it, because later on... Cam is the last one that gets rescued from the bus and like he falls a little he bit almost meets and you're demise. like, oh man, I wish he had died. But if that was the old lady, <laughs> if that was Dwight's babysitter, you would have been like, oh, well, how sad. Like, Cam, I don't want her to die. Cam kind of helps out when uh, Keanu Reeves is going under the bus. He does like the relay the information. He does a lot. He does you know, a like, lot. He's, yeah. he's as annoying as just a character, <laughs> a but lot. he's not like... Uh, he does, I swear. He's not like not participating yeah that's true he's not um, he's one of three bus like characters that are fleshed out a little bit yeah (laughs) yeah the the old lady i think she lost it a little bit before that too because when they had to make that crazy turn to get on the freeway like it was like a it was an insane almost right angle turn at 50 miles and jack's like oh we are gonna tip over hold on let me get everybody to stand on one side of the bus so the weight distributes yeah Yeah. after sandra bullock who's never driven a bus says yeah we're gonna tip yeah she has a lot of great intuition she knows she can feel these things she did a great job she should have been chewing the gum she is like most of the reason they survived 
Jack I, is like agreed. a big reason, but like she's most of the reason. I, Anyone else, like, my leg's tired. Like, <laughs> like oh, I hit the median. Like, mm-hmm. we're fucked. Yeah. Like, she did a lot of the leg. I really, really enjoyed the moment after the old lady dies and <laughs> after. And during. And um, Annie. <laughs> Annie. <laughs> Sandra Bullock's character, Annie, is crying. And at first, you're convinced, you know, it's just a devastating moment and it's really dramatic. But Jack reveals with a little bit of dialogue, like, she's crying because when she heard the bomb go off that just killed the old lady, she thought that that was the end for her. And she explains that she was a little bit happy that she was still alive. Like a really complex human emotion. Very Freudian. Yeah, Yeah, like super, super complex human emotion for her to to reveal. Like good writing again. And that's why Speed should have been nominated for Best Picture. There's moments where it's like, this is an incredible movie. Like that, honestly, the scene you just pointed out was like one of my like favorite scenes where I was just like, wow, they took like a very you know, typical action movie scene and made it, like, humanistic and made it, like, relatable and, like, vulnerable. It was great. There's a couple changes they could have made, and I think that would have definitely secured Best Picture nomination, if not win. Yeah, I agree. We'll get to those. Yep. Uh, then they realize that the, the, the police escort that's led them onto a blank freeway, an empty freeway, that's supposed to keep them safe the until they figure this out, has a gap in it. <clears throat> and it's three miles away, like... Who was in charge of picking that? For, like, they didn't see that's that coming. Why, that's why the police chief is like, um, you're all fired. Yeah. You're all fired after no, this. No, no, no. What he says is, it's a great line. It says, you're fired. Everybody's fucking fired. That leads to the probably the most notable uh, sequence in the film. Where yeah, the certainly jumps. the most memorable. Uh, they filmed that and digitally removed the gap later. So the bus didn't jump over anything. It jumped up a ramp. And in fact, I read a note too that they, the way that they filmed it, they didn't expect the, the bus to jump as high as it did. And so part of the bus exits the frame and they didn't film it as properly as they should have. But yeah, I mean, it looks cool. Fun fact. Yeah. It looked really, I'm, I'm really glad that they did like almost 100% of these real stunts. Like I know CGI wasn't a really big thing in 1994, but like they had, you know, Terminator 2 was before this and that like Jurassic Park was before this. So like, Computer generated effects were a thing, but I'm just so glad that they did this all practical. I like his decision to like, what are we gonna do? Like, just floor it. Yeah. Which is also used later in the subway. Like, what what all else can we do? Yeah. Just just put the pedal to the metal and hope for the best. The like, bus exactly. jump was too unbelievable. Not that they wouldn't be able to jump it, even though that's unbelievable. It's it took that like you said, it went off a ramp. When yeah. It it, so it clearly takes like an upward. It does right, go up, right. Which the reality of that bus should have like. The glass should have hit the other side of the Yeah, it should have been like where the the landing uh, place was lower than where they leave. That would have made it. But then it would have been like, what kind of freeway are they designing? A real, a smart way way of doing it would have been to say, like, earlier on, the police realized that there was the end of the freeway there, and them to speed up and put like some sort of ramp device down. This episode of Five Guys Flicking Around is brought to you by Dentist Hopper. Do you get bored with your dentist standing still while he's all up in your mouth? Well, then you need to check out Dentist Hopper. 
Harry, who we know is a great bombs expert, is also like the best detective in the police station because at he's the only one of, forming leads. At least out of the all the two, movies that we reviewed. The other two the cops in detective. uniform, I mean, it doesn't sound like it's a real meeting of detectives. It seems like a ghost town. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not why many. is he sent, if this does take place right after the last bombing, right. why is he sent to go get the guy like in the house? Like, He's got a limp, he's disabled. Yeah, and he's one of the he's first... He looks like he's pushing paper. Like I why? don't remember a hundred percent, but when he gets into Dennis Hopper's house later, does he have a limp anymore? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. And he trips. A he trips a sensor. The house blows up, and we and lose it's like Harry. a close up on his face too, right yeah, before it blows he up. Knows. So like he, oh, he's so the sad. bomb expert. So yeah, he it's, knows. It's, Can we just like like give a second to say like Jeff Daniels in that moment, his eyes they just say it all. Like, I was so sad. Yeah, his when eyes are died. saying, fuck. Yeah, and then it explodes. The yep. producers paid the owners of Payne's house $5,000 to blow it up, <laughs> and they also rebuilt it after they filmed. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they just, like, got somebody to get their house Five to grand. blow up, yeah. and, like, we'll rebuild your house okay. and give you $5,000. dollars not enough. No. B... There's no way they built it the same. Also, You're like going into like your closet and then you hit a toilet. Yeah, but you could look like, at it as like a remodel, like a free remodel. But also, five thousand dollars is not worth it to like move all of your stuff out of the house. Like stay yeah. in a hotel for like yeah. a week if while they're they filming. You, we're gonna pay. You could design it however you want. We're gonna build it. Swimming pool inside. And the house. we'll pay for your. Imagine they paid for the hotel or whatever. And uh, you're gonna be in the shitty Keanu Reeves action movie that no one will yeah, see. Like, and hey, then it turns into like yeah. classic. Hey, we yeah. we were looking at a lot of houses in LA your guys's house is like the best yeah. we need to blow up your house <laughs> yeah. but we'll rebuild it and give you five grand like chill yeah and five grand then was like seven grand <laughs> which is like whoa <laughs> when Jack finds out that Harry dies he just loses it and starts screaming like we're Wait, all gonna Harry die he died he's blind he's, he died and Annie calms him down Annie calms him we down don't like no Harry died we didn't we see never the body saw it on screen. That leads to one of the changes that they could have made to make this like a perfect movie. This is where Jack uh, realizes how Dennis Hopper's character is keeping tabs on them and notices the video camera uh, in the corner of the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, he covertly notifies the captain and his crew. And this is my how do you do that? The captain gets with a news van and he somehow gets the news crew to intercept the feed of the surveillance camera on the bus, put in a VHS tape to record over, uh, let's call it a 30 second clip that he can then relay back to that feed so that Dennis Hopper's uh, stealing of that feed is compromised and instead of seeing live video is watching this 30 second loop where it looks like the passengers aren't doing anything and that they're just sitting on the bus. Yeah. That's my biggest. How did he do that? What's your, how do you do that? How did the video equipment work? (laughs) Yeah. It's glossed over real quick. And he's just, the captain's just screaming at the, just record it, record over it. Like, (laughs) yeah. Like like, the captain is like a video expert. Yeah. He's like, okay, we're just going to put in a VHS tape and then we're going to record this in the news van and then beam it and then beam it back so that Dennis Hopper's interception of that beam is compromised. How did he do that? No clue. We need a video expert. 
Uh, I mean, you are a video expert. In 1994, I didn't finish <laughs> film school, so I don't know if that counts. <laughs> well, you're the only one we got, and we found you on Craigslist. We said we need a video expert for speed, and you're the guy who applied. <laughs> 20 other applicants, and you're the one we hired. I don't have a how do you do that. The whole movie is a how do you do that to me, so to pick one thing is, like, arbitrary. Yeah. The entire movie's insane. I mean, I have, how do you do that? I just have the bus jump. Like, mm-hmm. again, like Aaron was saying, like, without a ramp, there's no way. Like, without a sturdy, well-made ramp at a specific angle, there's okay, no way. Busters. I'm just saying there's no way that that, there's no way that <laughs> that stunt happens. <laughs> I swear that Yeah, they probably it. have. But the great thing about this movie is there's so many how-do-you-do-that moments. And, like, because the plot is moving forward so quickly, you don't have a lot of time to think about it. You just go, oh, they just made it, and now, like, they just made it over this uh, 50-foot gap in the freeway, and now this next thing happens. Now they're leaking gas. Now they're, now, like, so you don't have time to dwell on all the how do you no, do that No, they're moments. so busy building suspense, like, you, as soon as they solve a problem yeah. or find a workaround to a problem, there's a gap in the freeway. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, I don't, how did he, the whole part where he's under the car or under the bus on that, like, sled thing? Yeah. So good. Like, and he says, like, I have to, if I'm not done in a few minutes, like, I'm not going to get it or whatever. And he's under there for a while. And that bus is going doing circles on this, you know, on the runway. It just seems like that wouldn't have worked out. And yeah. it's pretty wild, that whole scene. I feel like since it's your first viewing, you see it that way. But as a kid, <laughs> when you're watching it, it's just magical. And no, it was badass for sure. <laughs> it just, how do you do that? Yeah. No, the whole movie. The whole yeah. movie is a how do you do that? It's insane. Like mm-hmm. the traffic in LA, yeah. the bus, like yeah. everything. Every little thing about this is a how do you do that? So you have to suspend disbelief. And if you do that, uh, it's incredible. Yeah, it's but, one of the most enjoyable movies. But ever. like literally the entire movie is a how do you do that? Yeah. How did the train keep going at the end? How did it, Dennis it, Hopper get the bomb on the bus so quick? Oh my God. Yeah, that was so a good many. point. His turnaround from two years planning, like you said, the two years planning. Uh-huh. And then the quick turnaround of like a week or two later, maybe. I th- I think it's because the first one, that. the first one was like a ransom bombing. The second one was like a revenge bombing because he was just so pissed that right. But it was still they like his really well planned, carried out. Like you know, the video yeah. camera in the bus—that's a genius idea. Yeah, especially in 1994. Yeah, and the technology to get it in there stealthily. Um, how did he rig Just a incredible. bomb that would explode when the bus goes less than 50 miles an hour using a wristwatch and some C4? How did he do that? You've obviously never worked with C4. No. <laughs> but you did tell us you did, and that's why we brought He's you got, on this pod to talk about <laughs> Damn it, Pollard. Dennis, Dennis Hopper so, has a lot of gadgets, though, I, so I wouldn't I put, put it past him. I put myself out on a limb when I posted on Craigslist... Need a C4 specialist. Yeah, sorry. And you responded. I'm not a dumb That could have gone expert. really badly for me. We were both like, hey, I don't know. He's kind of let us down a few times. I was like, no, no, no. I'm pretty sure he is a C4 expert. <laughs> yeah, so far he's been a throat rip expert. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wiccan expert. <laughs> yeah. So here, we brought you back to talk about the I've, C4 stuff. I've lied a lot to get on the podcast. You're just blowing smoke. <laughs> we can't skip this. There are some serious babes. Yeah, I guess, Joel, if you want to talk about the babes, we can do that. Um, Sandy Bullock is the babe in the movie. Sandy but, um, Bullock. Yeah, what do, we, what do we think of her role? Like, do you think, do you wish she was, like, 
more complex or I would have liked it better if she was like more simple like was like a waitress at the diner they go to or something you know what I mean I I get what she was going for like this cute kind of charismatic entertaining girl yeah and she came across as super ditzy what did you say about her apartment earlier yeah she looks like someone who has a disaster of an apartment <laughs> That's yeah, how her character comes She's all over the place. She either has a ton of cats, a ton of animals in general, a ton of plants. But put her in an intense situation and she'll drive a bus well, that's and have sex with you. You don't, know, yeah. you don't know if she's acting like that because of the circumstances. I mean, she has an issue with her driver's license. I don't like that. Yeah, she's not responsible. She seems ditzy, but she is likable. Yeah, I totally. I think you guys are selling her short. A, how tall do you think she is? She's at least five four, um, maybe Interesting. five five. Interesting. Um, she rose to the occasion. She Definitely. literally like took that bus, drove it. Uh, you know when actually Keanu and her like escape and they like slide out the back and like they get like safety or whatever. They're like hugging, and then she like breaks down and cries, and it's like mm-hmm. you realize she's just been holding it together and like trying to put on a face and like be like a strong person for these people on the bus, and like you know I, I don't know I thought she did a great job personally. Can, can I ask you a question? Name one decision that she makes in the movie. She makes a decision to get in the microphone and be like, "I need help." <laughs> yeah. She couldn't have done that, and then they could have just crashed a into cr- the oncoming. A plea traffic. for help isn't necessarily a decision. <laughs> no, but he was like down low doing important bomb stuff, and she was like, "Hello, I need help." Hey, Jack. Hey, Jack. Hey, Jack. And then it's like, hey, Jack. And, like, he springs up and is like, get off, get off. And they would have crashed. Yeah, had she not contacted the man to help, then they would have been in real trouble. (laughs) Yep. I'm just saying. Yep. They would have. They would have been in real trouble. I wasn't uh, super enthralled by Sandra Bullock, but I agree. Like, she rose to the occasion. But I'm not so convinced that the connection that she makes with Jack is... Filled with all that depth. I guess they shared a traumatic situation together. I, it yeah, just, I mean, it's it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like just a '90s action movie checkbox that you have to say like, oh, the guy and the girl at the end just have to like kiss passionately. It is dish. funny, and I guess it's kind of the circumstance. But when she like hits her head and has that little tiny baby scratch on her forehead, <laughs> he gets oh my god, he like dabs her head and gets with all his this, with his sweaty t-shirt, right. But the bus driver getting shot, he doesn't give a fuck about that guy. <laughs> yeah. He's letting that guy bleed, and, like, the ladies are trying to yeah, pat she, his sweat. She'll be fine. He's going into shock and Dude, stuff. Dude, wait. I got it. So, Sandra Bullock <laughs> is the one that says, we're going to tip. You need to get everyone on this side of the bus. No, he no, says, she she says, says we're get everyone tip. on that, that side of the bus. He comes up with the idea that they yeah, need to all stand on one side. she says we're going to tip. He doesn't realize it. She She's, like, feeling the bus, and she's like, we're going to tip over. We need to do something. She's trying to just drive she the She definitely bus. doesn't say we need to no, do something. No, she's just like, well, we're going to die now. And Jack's the one who's got to figure Unless out how to... Unless you save us, Keanu. And then our key says so something short. funny. This is insane. Well, I, that's my this problem with my problem with Sandy Bullock in this movie is, like, literally she's just there to, like, get Jack out of a funk when, he, when Harry dies. Mm-hmm. She's there to, like, be cute, and she's there to get kidnapped at the end. And then to have him unsheathed I think I think mm-hmm. one of the, the I, disagree. I think one of the things that she serves in the film is what would you do? 
if you were on the bus, yeah, would she's you the sure. audience? She's the audience avatar. W- would you be able to step up to the occasion and no, drive that thing? No. Or would I'm you saying. by? Or would you be Gigantor instead and just kind of like be that's a hothead? That's what I'm head? saying. I would have been the person that's behind the wheel, and I would just been like, "Yo, police officer," and he wouldn't have said anything, and I would just been like, "All right, fuck it," and then we die. I would have politely declined the offer to drive the bus. Then I would have gotten <laughs> upset with her driving. And someone would have said, do you want to do it? I would have said, sure. But really, I would have felt, no, I'm terrified. And then I would have done a horrible job and probably crashed the bus. And now I'm hosting a podcast. As far as the end of Speed, um, we've gotten everybody off of the bus at this point. The bus explosion? Yeah, it explodes in a cargo. After everybody's off the bus, Jack safely gets everyone off the bus. And then it's left with him and Sandy. And they get the little they get the little panel off the bottom of the bus, which is like how many parts of this bus are they taking off? Right. They've taken off many panels already. They take off one more panel of the bus, and they safely bobsled out of there. Meanwhile, the bus, which is equipped with enough C four to blow a hole in the earth, uh, runs into a plane. And the first time I like rewatching that, I'm like, oh my gosh, they just killed everybody on that plane. But no, it's like later you see the little uh, logo on the side that says courier service. Yeah, there was the in memoriam for the pilot who just showed up for work and got exploded. Well, uh, but also like it, it explodes. It's the most, the most, gi- like just a ginormous explosion. It's huge. It's a huge explosion. And then the pilot huge. just jumps out of the car. It wasn't a pilot. No, he was, he huge. was towing it. He yeah. was driving like a truck oh, in front of the plane and he was yeah. towing the plane. And so he was far enough away from the biggest explosion you've ever seen in an action movie right. to survive somehow. So, so no human casualties, but Dennis Hopper won, what, $3.3 million? Mm-hmm. Do we think that bus caused about, like, at least $3 million For worth sure. of damage? Yeah. 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 For sure. just paid him. Yeah. Um, I have a problem with the fuel, the like the losing of the fuel. Right. It's dropping at an alarming rate. Yeah. Then they don't address it for like 20 minutes and then it's at like finally at zero. Yeah, you get to watch the needle drop over a course of like five it's seconds each time. It's dropping so quickly. If they, it was did a, con- they, they should have removed that one take. Yeah. It set the expectation that this is going really the, Yeah, just right, showing the right. puncture of the yeah. fuel and then like enough. a little yeah. tiny dip would yeah. have been like, okay, this is like an issue. Yeah, right, out. right. You know? But That's, it's fun because you see in the beginning when they established if the if the bus goes below 50, it's going to blow up. They do a couple insert shots of the speedometer, so that's always in the back of your mind, like, oh, man, right. how fast are they going? And then they do the same thing once they puncture the gas tank. Mm-hmm. Now it's like an insert shot of the, the fuel, and it keeps going down just to remind you. Right. And so what's interesting, because of the video feed being covered up by the police, Howard Payne, our terrorist, does not... Who? He is not aware that the bus is blown up. Uh, and so they're able to fake the money drop. Um, but he's always one step ahead. And the mailbox in which the money is supposed to be dropped secretly has a hole underground, which ends up getting our characters onto another high-speed situation. Uh, and they end up on a subway with a subway, with a, a subway train that also can't stop. Like, just a good, cheap plot device like, we can't stop this bus, or we can't stop this subway. Um, but it's used effectively. It's good. It is good, and uh, we will get to knock around, guys, everybody. Uh, it's coming, and uh, please stop sending letters and emails. 
Uh, it's happening. Letters. It's happening. Are you sick of those cleaning services that always send more than one person? Well, us too. That's why we're here to tell you about Dennis Mopper. We don't send out a bunch of fancy cleaning, cleaning people. Just one guy named Dennis who shows up, mops a little, and then leaves. That's Dennis Mopper. So after the bus, how do you feel about the whole that whole ending, going to the subway station and everything? I love it. See, because I would have um, preferred the movie ending on the bus. I felt like the movie, the bus was such an integral part of the movie. I think at one point that was the plan for the film. Mm-hmm. I think in some of the screenings that they did before they released it, the subway um, scenes were just storyboards. And it was something that they yeah. hadn't fully fleshed out yet. But they decided that it was too much bus. They needed to add if something train. else. If yeah, it had been yeah. executed so well, I would have like been like, yeah, it should have ended at bus. But like literally, you see Dennis Hopper get decapitated, which is One of the so best satisfying. Well, and, you don't- and then you think the movie's over. Oh, bad guy's dead. Oh, like relief, finally. And then... The subway, like, train won't stop because right. the attendance... And so his, his idea is just to floor it again. Yeah, that's, like, yes. this has worked for us all day. Let's just, like, yeah, that's Yeah, that's when it feels like it does get a little repetitive because it's, like, I would have loved it if the... Because it's nonstop action up until that point. Like, the bus is always going fast. you got to unload passengers. you got to jump off things. Yeah. Uh, huge explosion. I would have loved it if the ending was just, like, a really calm, collective, like, yeah. shootout. Yes, right? I agree. Between Dennis Hopper and Keanu Reeves, and it's just a battle of wits. Yeah, there's rigged explosions in each room that Keanu yeah. Reeves gets through. But oh, it's he's, like Saw. He yeah, has to solve he, puzzles. He's pointing around <laughs> He's around corners. It's like pistols. Oh, my arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keanu Reeves' semi-automatic rifle doesn't yes. work, so he has to pull out the handgun. Dennis Hopper shoots off Keanu Reeves' thumb. Yeah. Oh. He's like, now you know how it feels. <laughs> yeah. Also, though, like, what was Dennis Hopper thinking, like, after he gets the money bag exploded on him? Like, he climbs on the top of a train without a gun to, like, fight a man 30 years younger. And he has the drop on him. He has the drop on him. Yeah. And I wrote, like, the one of the funny things was, like, when Dennis Hopper's on top and he's just, like, pummeling Keanu Reeves in the face. Dennis Hopper. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) That's five guys (laughs) flicking around. He's just pummeling. He's pummeling Keanu Reeves. And he's, like, just verbally berating him for a minute straight where he's just like you're not fucking smart bro you're nothing yeah. i'm smarter yeah. than he you. Goes, yeah. what do you do jack what do you do huh yeah. i'm smarter than you yeah so you have to continue the movie after the bus otherwise right. you don't have any right. way of closing out no, the, but the, the movie is instead of keanu being like he doesn't know the bus blew up it's this guy's gonna blow us up in a week again and just do something else. Terrible. And that's a sequel. That's right why they have to catch him. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way to catch him unless oh, they do the mind. train. Yeah, but I just, uh, again, I just go back to it being a little bit repetitive just because, like, so the Dennis Hopper death scene is obviously, like, one of the best but it's death like scenes a bus, ever. And then it's like a train house. I But the, Well, the problem is, like, <laughs> I think he says over the thing, like, oh, the track's not finished. Yeah. So it's like, oh, we gotta jump over the track. We gotta now. jump over the tracks, and the subway won't slow down. Yeah, yeah it can't train. stop. After Dennis Hopper's meets his demise, uh, we're met with a beautiful moment where Keanu Reeves has the opportunity to leave, but Sandra Bullock does not, and he chooses to stay with again, her. Again, again. An yeah. elevated action movie. Yeah, yeah, Just no, I agree. Behind. Did you see an elevator action movie? Because yeah, it's both. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he could have. They could have easily written it so he did have the key. 
let's undo it, let's get them off. Yeah. And, like, that would have been, like, fine. Yeah. But, like, I thought... Just it a little great. bit extra drama. Oh, yeah, she it says... Just kept the momentum going, and then it's just straight credits out. Yeah, exactly. As soon as There's you know, no, like, okay, yeah. they lived, bam, yeah. credits. Yeah. yeah. She's no afterthought at all. She, sa- she says, uh, you didn't Slide leave me. Thank and you, Jack replies, didn't have anywhere to be just then. Wow. He's so uh, slick. So we kind of went into best scene. Everyone kind of... Best out. scene I saw? Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Best scene you saw. Uh, yeah. No, I, I didn't say mine. I said before Keanu trying to get onto the bus. From the moment he tries to get onto the bus until he actually gets on, that's for sure my favorite scene. For me, it's the elevator opening sequence. It's a shorter, composed scene. It's not as drawn out as the entire bus saga. Uh, and it shows Harry and Jack working together, which Daniels. is cool. Yep. It's a nice, quick introduction to everybody, and they're successful, and it's a good scene. Yeah, yeah. like when Keanu first gets on the bus, um, probably not when I watched it for the first time, but kind of knowing that I do end up liking all the characters on the bus, mm-hmm. it's like, a, oh, I get to know all, all my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I like that scene. The Ortiz, best, my sure. man. Love Ortiz. Didn't think I would, but you just, he keeps bringing the heat. He and does. He steps up when no one else will. Like he and his character is so important because it is a very serious movie, and he just mm-hmm. comes in with the one-liners to just yeah. kind of like. And when Keanu's it. when Keanu's under the bus and he needs help, who's there to help him? Ortiz, Ortiz. Cam, yeah. also Cam and Ortiz. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> and that cool, uh, that cool burnout with the long hair and the flannel. Mine is like a, it's a quiet moment. It, again, I like quiet moments. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> it's at the end of the elevator scene. watch it it just stands out as like so weird yeah and, like dennis hoppery sure there's a lot in this category but what takes you out of the movie i already said the video yeah. like the the way that they cover up the video feed to me mm-hmm. it's I like ah, eh, that's just a quick cheap way i don't know how it doesn't yeah it's not, it doesn't work for me i already talked about the bus jump that, that's, bus, yeah, yeah for me i think the fuel yeah took me out of it <laughs> i mean um, it's yeah yeah what takes me out of the movie is that uh, at the very end of the movie, when it's at the train sequence, um, <laughs> Keanu gets this great callback line where he's like, pop quiz, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow, after he spent the entire movie looking at the back of Sandra Bullock's head, <laughs> he confuses her for Dennis Hopper and points a gun at her, and then she turns around and has a bomb strapped to her chest. And it's right. like, seriously? Like, it doesn't even look like a man, like, let alone Dennis Hopper. It's clearly a woman, and you're, like, using this great line from the beginning to be like, I got you, bastard. Yeah. And once it Dennis Hopper so hears him saying that, he yeah. can't use it then, again. Then he comes out from around the corner, and he's like, I got you, Jack. And it's like... <laughs> Jesus, Keanu, you're better than that. He is. Uh, let's do the our SOS category, a spinoff, origin, or sequel that you'd like to see from this movie. So there obviously was a sequel. Um, I haven't seen that either. No, I haven't but, seen uh, it. It's on a boat, I hear. Fun fact, if you'd uh, like to do a different Sandra Bullock uh, agreed to do Speed 2 in order to finance the uh, American classic Hope Floats. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, we I hate will, that fact. We will be doing hope floats right right around the time we do knock around, guys. <laughs> Double so feature. Stop writing us. <laughs> yeah, we haven't decided if it's going to be knock around, guys, or hope floats, but we will get to both of them. Please stop telling us you want them. We get it. You want them. Maybe we'll do a special two for one episode. <laughs> Maybe. Um. So uh, I have a few. A sequel I'd like to hear or see would be um, what happens to the guy with the gun on the bus? Because, like, he obviously has a previous oh, charge. Yeah. Mm. Now you can add to uh, having a weapon. He shoots the bus driver. <laughs> he definitely threatens a police officer, too. Yeah. He threatens a police officer. And even though Keanu Reeves tells him, like, hey, we're not, you know. We're, we're cool. Just, right. We're cool guys. Like, that has to be addressed post, you know, bus scene. So I'd like to see that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, right when they take him off the bus and save his life, they just put him in handcuffs. Like, yeah. oh, God damn it. He saved you, buddy. <laughs> Welcome to a jail cell. Obviously, a Dennis Hopper origin story would yeah. be great. That's yeah, what I have. Right? Because like, this man was a police officer who lost you know, fingers. He obviously Eighth cared thumb. about his job. Well, it looks like it's... it's not a, technically, it's not a finger. Right, I don't, he cared I don't about his job, and he had used to disgruntled employee. At least that's what we know. So I'd like to see that story and how it's yeah. kind of spiral into that. Happening. I have the Jack and Harry in the Academy together origin story. Nice. You think they're in the what Academy happens? at the same time? In the movie. They don't like each other at first, Ooh. but then, like, Harry comes through and saves Jack at, like, a, a really crucial, like, first intense real... Um, ops mission that they're on yeah. and so then they like get together in arms and realize that they complement each other they really do complement each other Brothers yeah. in Captain arms. McMahon is their their mentor throughout the film he just screams at him a lot McMahon <laughs> any? no I, I agree with you Dennis Hopper origin story uh, since there seems to be some debate on this whether it's two days or two years there's like no to, debate I, <laughs> A, doc, like, a documentary. <laughs> I'd like to see uh, the uh, Dennis Hopper setting up the bus bomb. <laughs> just him in his lair, like, in working. Real, no, that'd be so cool. No. In real time. Yeah, like, like just, like, how did he... If it took two years to do the elevator thing, and this took, like, two days, let's see him just, like, hustling out there for 48 hours straight. Like, like you know, sweet, putting yeah. the cameras on there. It's a, it's a comedy of errors is what yeah, it is, where, like, some, well, yeah, <laughs> something keeps happening where it messes up the no, bomb. No, no, no. You That's one him, scene. That's you see like, him... No, 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 that's a lot of scenes. There's multiple buses. He blew up. I forgot. It's two years. Yeah. Well, anyways, but also it's like him going to meet his daughter. He has a daughter. Mm -hmm. And like they go to the diner and they just share like a normal like father daughter (laughs) moment. And then he leaves and he He pats her on the back and puts a bomb on her (laughs) (laughs) just for insurance later. Yeah, it's just like and she's just like, yeah, Papa, I just like want to, you know make it and like have a home and he's like you'll get your home and it's like <laughs> and then it gets know, blown up yeah. later in the film <laughs> yeah and then she dies yeah oh, oh an ortiz uh sequel be great or origin yeah <laughs> yeah he's good <laughs> like what happened where was that guy before he could have had 10 more minutes after? of screen time that guy mm-hmm. yeah well like kind of like a shot kind of like you guys have an affinity for him for some reason He's great. But, he's so like, likable. You don't love Ortiz? What makes him likable? Let's just go. His ahead. attitude. He's funny. He's got a good positive attitude. And again, he yeah. he he go he takes action when no one else will. 
Yeah. And and to the detriment of a bus driver who got wounded but it, for no but reason. But his heart's in the right place. You could tell he was jealous that Sandra Bullock ended dr- up driving the bus. Like, he's like, oh, man, I wish I... He feels like he has to come. I wish I would have been there first to, like, <laughs> save the day. Yeah, like, I could see him, like, diving on the bomb if that if it came to that. Yes. A Cam sequel would be funny. Like, him telling his friends how he <laughs> saved the day. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I went to this trip in L.A. Us, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, do the Clutch Award. It's got to be Ortiz. For me, it's Ortiz. Yes. There's no doubt about it. I have a different answer. What's your Clutch Award? My Clutch Award is Toon Man. Mm. That guy gets his Jaguar jacked in front of him and then helps Jack get on the bus um, by driving, and he writes the sign for him. He gives up his phone. If that guy's not there in that moment... Then the bus blows up. Yeah. Just to just to specify clutch award again. The yeah. person that comes in at the opportune time yeah. to make things happen in the movie. Most impact at least screen time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So mine originally was gonna be the director for a bunch of things he did behind behind the scenes. Um, but it sounds like based on what it actually is, uh, I'm gonna go with Sandy Bullock. Uh, again, I think you put anyone else. No, but you put anyone else behind the wheel of that bus, it fucking crashes. You yeah, put the old lady clutch, there, you put the Asian woman there, you put the fucking stoner behind the wheel. Like, no one's making mm-hmm. that work, and certainly not Ortiz. I think Ortiz could make it work. No. Well, no, I mean... He's a at hothead. That, at that moment... He's a hothead. He at, ran in and grabbed the guy and got the guy shot. Like, yeah. he doesn't have the calmness, like, in his bones. Yeah, he's, like, I think he's what you're saying hothead. is he doesn't have the right temperament. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I think in that in that situation, Sandy Bullock's um, her not making any decisions is what really saves them in the end because she's just there to follow orders, yeah. uh, as any woman should. Based on the criteria of the Clutch Award, as much as I love Ortiz, the guy who loops the video, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's barely got, in it. He gets a lot of FaceTime, yeah. which is crazy, and he looks super nervous and super. And he's unsure. really upset about having right. to do he's that. He's really not. He's like, you want me to do what? But his, his that's move. Not, that's not good TV. His move ended up saving the day. More than yeah, without him, they all die. Yeah. That's true. So. And he does it within about a minute. Yeah, because they're losing fuel. He's, there's a hell of a lot of clutch awards here. Yeah, I was gonna say this is the most we've yeah. talked about this award. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're all they're all valid. They all win. Let's do a genre swap. Ooh, okay. This movie work as any other kind of movie. I have nothing for this. I have. You this, never like genre swap. <laughs> this might get a little dark, but have you guys seen the movie Kindergarten Cop? Of course. Obviously. So, same movie. The first one or the second one? The first one. Wow, the second one's better. Hot the second day. one's way better. <laughs> Who's the second one Dolph with? Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren and Bill Bellamy. It's amazing. We will be <laughs> definitely doing that movie at some point. Please stop writing us. We will be doing Kindergarten Cop. Okay, but if you've seen Kindergarten Cop, you know that like mixing an action star with a bunch of kids <laughs> is a recipe for absolute um, gold. So, I'm thinking... Dennis Hopper puts the bomb on a school bus. I know that sounds super dark, but we can really kind of lighten the mood with a little bit more one-liners. Have Keanu, you know, help the kids out. He helps one of the kids, like, fight off a bully. Sounds like like Simon Birch. All right, yeah, then I guess it wouldn't work. (laughs) But I'm into the Simon Birch angle. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's going over too much material that's already been done. Um, So this would be a good time we could talk about... Jeff Daniels plays a character named Harry in this movie, 1994. Yes. 
He also plays Harry in Dumb and Dumber in 1994. Wow. He also, at the beginning of this movie, you see a car go over a hill, like, like comically high and land. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like in Dumb and Dumber in the dog band. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first thing I noticed. Maybe Harry doesn't die in the Dennis Hopper explosion. And then Dumb and Dumber is just a sequel of him, like, maybe starting his got, life over in Rhode yeah, Island. Maybe he, he dealing got, like, with, brain damage. Yeah, yeah. Dealing, <laughs> dealing with a traumatic brain injury. <laughs> he didn't get out unscathed, but right. he is still himself. Yeah. <laughs> but that's pretty crazy, because, I mean, an actor being two movies that have held the test of time, I mean, 25 years later, that are yeah. still classic movies, yeah. and completely different genres. For me, myself, and Irene... Irene uh, top five comedies of all time has Dumb and Dumber in it. Top five action movies of all time has Speed in it. And I'm not convinced that anyone's ever had a better year than Jeff Daniels in 1994, unless you guys can tell me otherwise. Um, Morgan Freeman, this one's good. Morgan Freeman Hello. does Shawshank Redemption, oh, and it's released September 23rd in 1994. And then comes out with Seven on September 22nd. 1995, which so puts it one not in the same year. Not we're the saying same year. same year. It's 364 days apart. No, oh, that's Jesus. all we're saying. We're saying same. It has to be same calendar year. Same calendar year. Like this, oh Al Pacino, 1992, <laughs> Scent of a Woman, and Glengarry wow. Glen Ross. Well, clearly I didn't have an Nominated understanding of this category. For both. Okay, I got one. You guys are gonna like this one. Keanu Reeves, Point Break in 1991. What else does he do in 1991? Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, arguably better than the original Bill and Ted's. Yeah. It's not bad. It's the best. It doesn't hold a candle to Dumb and Dumber and Speed. And they have no. the same name. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you'll ever find mm-hmm. anything yeah, the same like that anywhere. Makes it... I had a couple. There's only one that I feel strongly about. Um, one was... Let me find it. So Jonah Hill... Had oh, here we go. This is the end, and Wolf of Wall Street in the same year. Hey, that's pretty. That's good. good. That's, that's like pretty a solid. Comedy and a drama right. that are both like pretty well revered. And will like stand somewhat of a test of time. Yeah, and then yeah. more personally for me, this is like you guys are all gonna be like, nah, no way. But Ryan Gosling, Nice Guys, La La Land, I love both of those movies. Yeah, wrong. And they're very different genre that's wise. Strong. That's like action comedy and like a musical romance and like I, think I love we'll, them both. I think we'll have to wait maybe ten years to see if that holds Not the same. Not for nice guys. Top five movies all time. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Wow, this guy in his top five lists over here. I love nice He's gone through six already. I don't yeah. love uh, Scent of a Woman. I love Glengarry Glenn Ross. Um, the fact that he got nominated for both is yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah, like that's, true. That's hard to do. And. He's blind? Oh, that's true. In Scent of a Woman. <laughs> oh, blind? that makes so much sense now. <laughs> no, I, no, I do like it now. <laughs> I just didn't understand it before. All right, so we have a fun category that we're introducing this week. Um, and we think it's a good one. We're going to keep going with it. It's which character is most likely to organize the reunion? So after the events of the movie, uh, 10 years later, which character from the movie is going to be the one who's like, Hey guys, remember that time we all burned that Nicolas Cage guy in the wicker basket thing? Let's get together and celebrate that. Or, hey, you remember when that we all killed that uh, Ben Gazzara guy for terrorizing the roadhouse? Like, let's get together for a party to reminisce. Yeah, commemorate. So this movie, who's getting everyone together 
to celebrate that time we were on the bus that couldn't go slower than 50. Let's give Aaron five minutes to talk about Ortiz right now. <laughs> I think it's I definitely will, Ortiz. I will second that because <laughs> I also is. think it's Ortiz. There's only one answer. He's so into it. Like yeah. if anyone could be in that situation and be like super proud to be a part of it. Yeah. Right. Everyone like, else right. on the bus would actively avoid each or, other. Or forget it as quickly yeah. as possible. They're all yeah. in therapy for to deal with like being yeah. on the bus and he's just like, Hey guys, let's get back together. He's, this he's, is gonna be great. He's showing up at the police station, like, you want me to fill out any reports? It's like, no, we got a pretty good handle over what He's like, happened. all right, set up the video camera. I'll give you my full. Like, I can tell you exactly what happened and like what I did at every moment. It's like, no, we, we got and our bad would, guy. And like, the great dead. thing about it is he would be so, he would be straight up about it. He wouldn't be like Cam trying to make himself the hero that does everything. Right, he would right. just be like, I got the bus driver shot. Like, I'll admit it. I'll yeah. admit it. I'll own up to it. No, he's My bad. Gonna, he's going to bring it up to the bus driver. Like, hey, man, remember that? Like, I got you shot. That's crazy. Yeah. We made it. Yeah. Yeah. The bus driver is the first You've person getting an things. invite. I've been through some things. Like, that was crazy. He's the kind of guy who just, like, gives you a really serious handshake and looks you straight in the eyes and just gives you, like, a deep oh. look of, like, man, we've been through it together. Yeah. I also see him coordinating it, like, to, like, a very high degree. Agree, and then not as many people showing up as he initially anticipated. But he'd also be like, "Oh, that's okay." Like I ordered all this pizza, there, and like nobody <laughs> came. He's got a few pictures. He's probably there's like one other guy there. He's yeah, probably, where where would the where would the reunion be? I was assuming like a round table, something <laughs> okay. like that. Lampost pizza. Yeah. He's he's uh he's for sure like still riding buses in L.A. like just in hopes that he's like involved yeah. in some terrorist act again that he can like help be a part of. He's the guy that will look at somebody else and give the thumbs up. Yeah. Like I got this one. He definitely went on to like pursue law enforcement, was turned down, and then took a security job to like scratch that itch. Yeah. And that is a. About the five minute mark right yeah. there. WVA. Do you get one, Kyle? Uh, what was the category? <laughs> Talk about Ortiz for five Most minutes. Most likely to organize the, the category. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, God rest your soul, I think the woman that perished. Helen? In the explosion. I As a ghost? Done it. Yeah. No, I you think must all come it. together. The party she threw would have been awful. She was like talking to Sandy Bullock. Hey, like, she crackers. Knew her for ten years. Yeah, yeah, she would do like the she would do like the Jello mayo salad yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but she would throw it. You know she'd be like, oh, we can have it in my house. <laughs> just move my chickens to yeah, the side. Yeah, just make sure you use a coaster wherever yeah, you put your yeah. drink. So any McMulligans from this movie? Yeah. Things change. I have some. Or one. Change one thing to make it better. So I um, I was saying in the beginning, there's a couple things that they could have changed to make this like a best picture contender. And one of the things that I was reading is like in an earlier draft of the script, Harry turned out to be the bomber. Whoa. Like it's not Dennis Hopper. See, you find out that it's Harry. That's what I thought initially when I first saw okay. Jeff Daniels. So my, wow. I think what they could have done to make this, like I said, the end having it take place on a train, it's just like it just keeps going with that nonstop action. Slow it down a little bit. Have it be like a, a like a little bit of more of like a talky moment where where Keanu Reeves is talking to Dennis Hopper. You know, they're kind of like discussing things. Um, trying to trying to like reach an agreement, and then bam, you find out Harry comes out from behind the shadows. Turns out that he's been in league with Dennis Hopper the entire time, and then the showdown is eventually between Keanu 
and uh, and Jeff Instead Daniels. Instead of shooting him in the leg, he shoots him in the dick. Yeah, he's, he's already <laughs> shot him once. I don't think he's going to hesitate. Oh. No, but it, it just it just lends it like that psychological, like emo- now there's psychological and emotional stakes in the movie rather than just like people are going to die. Now it's like Keanu is betrayed. Jeff Daniels died. Yeah. That was heavy enough, man. That's my big But you, you bring him he back. Died? He died? <laughs> when? My Mulligan is, why did he have to go to the raid and die? He's clearly on, like, workers' comp. Like, he hadn't been he's in on desk. He's on desk duty. He's doing desk duty. Why did they have to friend. send him in to get the bad guy? And then you watch him die. Like, I just love Jeff Daniels so much. He says, he die. says luck runs out, mm-hmm. right? And Another it, thing that pays off. Right. He said a lot of things. Won't be saying anything anymore. No. I don't know. I I would have hated for him to be the bad guy. It seems like cliche now. Yeah. My it's Mick like, Mulligan, to change one thing to make it better about the movie, um, honors Harry much more than that, and it is to thank put you. and it it is to put him on the bus with Jack. Mm. Two cops on one bus? I want him there. Well, someone should be on crowd control. One of them gets injured. Harry's injured in the Again? back. And so Jack's underneath. The, yeah, he gets shot like the other leg. <laughs> and he's in the back, bleeding out like the bus driver was, but has to relay like how to dismantle the bomb to Jack, who's in the sled. Underneath. Or he gets shot like in the mouth, and like it's hard for him to, to tell him verbally. Yeah, your body breaking your back. <laughs> No, I, I just. I, yeah, I liked their chemistry together. So I think yeah. that's my one thing I'd make it better. My McMulligan would be the ending. I kind of wanted to end like with the bus involved. Yeah, I didn't like the subway. I get it was kind of you needed them to meet to have a, an ending, um, but I just kind of felt like the bus was such a big part of the movie that, that extra ending part just kind of like I don't know. I would have liked it to end earlier. I think when they, like, slide out from under the bus and they're holding each other is, like, so great. Yeah. And, like, I would have been so happy with it ending there for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, it it is really rewarding to see them just, like, slide out and, like, hit all of the, like, I don't even know what cones, like, off in the field. Right, right. And it's like, ah, god damn it, you guys did it. Yeah, I thought that was a great, a great ending. So, that that would have been mine, but would this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to go yes on this one. Look, at first I was like, no, 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 no way. But now after thinking it over, it's a definite yes. I think that McSullivan, uh, put into the same circumstances as Jack, um, finds the bus, blows it up himself, (laughs) and somehow ends up getting the money, like, instead (laughs) of Dennis Hopper's character. Like, he sabotages his whole... Like, the, the comment in the beginning about how his whole career is just going to end up with a small pension and a gold watch, like, really gets to him. And he starts <laughs> surmising, like, his way out of that horrible retirement. And it's just like, I'm going to take the three The million. whole movie and is him be, plotting how to do that. He's looking up how much that watch could get him at a pawn shop. Because he doesn't <laughs> yeah. want the fucking watch at the end. Yeah. So when he sees the watch on the, also, on the bus as the, as the timer on the bomb, he's like, all right, cool, another up, one like, of these. How much does a friend mean to me? Like, what's worth more <laughs> actually I, can i take mine back i don't think this would work as a mcsullivan vehicle because Wrong. put it well no putting mcsullivan in keanu reeves situation in the beginning with the elevator scene he would just shoot dennis hopper in the head of course he wouldn't he would not wait at all right he would, but you he gotta would shoot dennis assume, hopper let's see that didn't happen okay so it's just so we're assuming just the bus we're part. assuming it's yeah. just the bus. Yeah, he killed Dennis Hopper yeah. in the elevator. So What's, my thing, okay. what I've got is 
McSullivan definitely drives the bus himself. Mm-hmm. He uh, he qualifies himself for the job uh, by talking about all the roadhead he's gotten while being the passenger in women's cars and how he would handle the steering wheel from over there. Being like, I've done that. I can definitely ride a bus. Ride then, a bus? Then, or drive a bus. Then he calls Pops to figure out where Dennis Hopper is. And uh, when he gets a location, he drives the bus into Dennis Hopper's apartment and jumps out at the last second, killing all the hostages, but also getting his man. And Dennis Hopper explodes, too. (laughs) He still gets a commendation. (laughs) God damn it, McSullivan. And also, like, the actual lieutenant in this movie would be a perfect police chief for McSullivan. Miles Dyson from T2. yelling the whole time and, like, being pissed off. Anyone that questions... Questions McSullen's motive, like anyone that questions his. Uh, you're fired. Yeah, anyone that questions his actions or anything yeah, is just yeah. like you're fired. Get out of here. Yeah. He definitely would be the Jeff Daniels, like hung over in the office getting the call. You know, he wouldn't be at the coffee shop. No, he'd be all hung over in the office. Then he'd have to go to the bus. He wouldn't put up. He would shoot the guy with the gun on the bus for sure. Mm-hmm. And then say he anybody might, else wants some. He might pull the gun on the <laughs> bus driver and say, "Get out of the fucking seat." Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. So my my question would be, what's McSell... Because, like, so in the movie, Keanu Reeves has, like, a, an actual motivation for wanting to stop this bus because he has, mm-hmm. you know, past experience with Dennis Hopper and, like, Dennis Hopper just killed another mm-hmm. bus driver that he knew really well. What would McSullivan's... <laughs> he knew really well. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he he did. This, they get coffee at the same shop. Like, you're right. He did. <laughs> um, but what would McSullivan's motivation be for His motivation being on this be bus? Like, the his his superior saying like you do this job you get your pension something like that something he's like, holding his pension purely bottom line purely like this yeah. is like part of the job it's on his like schedule yeah, for like right. okay or eleven also o'clock just like another Delphine situation where it's like oh this guy evaded me previously like I want to catch right this it could be bitch. yeah it could yeah. be a guy okay. coming back so replace Dennis Hopper with with no, it's Delphine Dennis Hopper again it's like mm-hmm. I didn't get him last time oh he's alive I'm right. gonna catch the son of a right. bitch and kill him yeah. along with all these hostages. An old feud. Yeah, why not? Yeah. You know. Yeah, but this time it's personal. I agree, yeah. it works. <laughs> this time it's also personal. <laughs> um, so how much money would you pay for this Blu-ray? So the only way you could watch it is by buying the Blu-ray. How much money would you be willing to pay for it? I spent 100 on Roadhouse. I'd spend 80 on Speed. I really, really love Speed, and... I don't think uh, I'd ever get sick of watching it. It's just I when it comes down to it, I want to have Roadhouse more. It's it's more fun. Uh, I'm gonna go forty five bucks. Wow! It's just my my price just Dude, keeps every going week up. You're yeah. like two dollars, five dollars, forty five dollars. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like incredible. I for, the the sad thing is I forgot how good this movie it's was. So good. It's so good. Like I remember watching it. The last time I watched it before this time was maybe. Like five, six years ago. Dun, and like dun, it was. Dun, dun, dun. No, it's. Dun, 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 dun. There you go. Yeah, that's, that's so good. Um, no, but like seriously, like it's it's one of the. I would say, again, going back to Kyle's top five, this is definitely top five action movies of all time. 45 bucks. I had it for 65. It's got to be in my library. I'd pay would more. Would you than pay that. $4 more? I would. <laughs> I would probably so pay. How much would you pay? I would probably pay a hundred dollars. Let's be real. Whoa. I think I think that sixty five. What if you could get it for thirty one dollars less than a hundred? <laughs> would you pay that? Um, 
Yeah, it has to be in my library. I'd pay whatever it costs. So wow. it was like $31 less than 100 <laughs> Or $9 more than 60 Yeah, I would pay $69. Oh! <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Um, I'd probably pay like 35 Hmm. That's, that didn't that's have the big impact the that it had. And you, like, I just I went 30 years without watching it. So that's crazy. But for a first time, well, watch, not 30 that's years. Pretty, I went well, 25 years. Yeah. Still pretty high um, for a first time watch. Yeah, but I would definitely really want to watch it again. So I'd be willing to go that high for it because yeah. I'd, I'd for sure watch it again. Yeah. So. Um, and would you recommend this movie to a house sitter? Someone watching your house, they see the movie. Do you tell them? Watch Speed. Wholeheartedly. Um, with no reservations, with nothing to mm-hmm. be ashamed of. Not like Definitely. ironically. No. Yeah. Watch Speed. You're going to love it. Right. And if you don't love it, I want you out of my house, and please do not come back. I have a, I have a caveat on this one. Caviar? So, yeah. Ooh. I have some caviar on this one. So if you need the house sitter to do anything, then I would not recommend this. Because if you put Speed on... You are entranced mm. for two hours straight. You can't Their take your ass is going to be gripping yeah, that cushion. You cannot take your eyes off the screen. So <laughs> if you good. got if you got some little ones running around, do not put speed on because that house sitter will ignore your children. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So, it, but if good. you just need somebody to to be present in your house as like a body in your house, definitely recommend speed. Absolutely. I feel like so many levels of people can watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a movie that's. You need to be in a certain mood to watch. I mean, you kind of do, but it's not like it's a not very specific kind of movie. It's just an exciting nonstop action movie. Um, there's not a ton of like inappropriate things. So like little kids know, but like it, it really would be okay for a lot of ages. And it's just a good movie and I'd recommend it to anyone. Yeah. So if you had to pick one character that you think you'd be in this movie on the bus, who would it be? Like, who would I be personality-wise? Who do you think you'd fall into being on the bus? Like, who would you be? Uh, I'm going to go Sandra Bullock because I take direction very well. Oh. Yeah. I would like to think that I'm Gigantor, but I would really be the tourist. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I'd be, I'd be Cam. Yeah. Or I'd be the Asian lady that's just behind like Sandra shaking. Bullock the whole time, just nervous. She's the one who actually foils their plan at one point because she moves her purse yeah. and mm-hmm. disrupts the looping video feed. But at that point, it's like... You had one job. Yeah, but I don't like, think that... Like, seriously, sit still for 30 seconds and your lives and all of our lives will be saved. And, like, she has to move her purse... But I if, would be if the cool she, guy. But if she didn't do that, it wouldn't have anything... It wouldn't affect the plot in any way. Sorry, Aaron. That's true. No, it was necessary. No, I was just going to say, I'd probably be the cool guy in the flannel and the long hair and the earring. Like, just kind of who I was in 94. Can I yeah, yeah, for a second? Can I just? I also think you'd be the cool guy. Yeah. I think you like have like the long hair, flannel, kind of right. like laid back right. look. And yeah. Like grungy, sure. Seattle. Let's toss around some quotes and then flick on out of here. Yeah. Um, let's just let's just uh let's just recite some my favorite line is the cojones line mostly it's funny but how how not into it keanu reeves is yeah he's, he's just, just like don't look at me <laughs> like felt like ortiz was giving this kind of like big like impassioned like oh man like, and just nope not into it so god there's a lot of good quotes there is go over I'll i think let you guys go first and then i'll take the scraps sure uh, I think Dennis Hopper has some of the best ones. Don't fuck with daddy. Yep, I had that oh, one. Oh, great. 
what's another one that Dennis Hopper has? Do not attempt to grow a brain. Like only Dennis Hopper could have done. Don't fuck with daddy. Yeah, that's yeah. so weird. Yeah, and like, but you just like you don't even register it. You're just like, yeah, he's just like. No, it shit. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Everything that he yeah. says is like, yeah, yeah, this guy. What was the other one you said? Uh, do not attempt to grow a brain. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. The unsheath your wire also I put on my list. I think we said that quote. I don't think that's in unsheath the, the no. He says you got to unsheath the wire. Oh, this okay. was more yeah. for Mick Sullivan, but uh, at one one point, Kiana says, "Mac, we're boned." <laughs> Talking to the police right. yeah. chief. See, that's definitely a Mick Sullivan. Line. So that's another way that this works as a yeah. Mick Sullivan. Video. For me, it's all of the uh, pop quiz, Jack. What yeah. do you do? Because mm-hmm. yeah. they go back to that in every intense. Scene, yeah, it's a good call. Always good. Pop quiz, asshole. You have a hair trigger aimed at your head. What do you do? What do you do? All right. Well, that'll do it for this week. So check us out at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, anywhere where podcasts are available. Uh, Five guys flicking around. Thank you for listening. Look what I have created. I have made fire. I have made fire. I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. I'm not ashamed Keep no more. the talent happy. You just killed a helicopter with a car. Alright, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break Never yourself, fool. Oh, I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? It's important that we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing, I could just glue it. You sandbagging son of a bitch. Y'all ready to bust some ass? Lick a license. Lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you're entitled to. You know who I am. You that silly ass reporter from the Channel 5 News, ain't you? I'm Reed. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go, I'm bored, let's go. Go flick yourself. Go flick yourself. What do you do, Jack?